0: With a look at Radio on the Go Sports for at Thursday morning, I'm Dwayne Carson here on KLMJ. Emily Ryan had 14 points, 11 rebounds and 8 assists to lead four Iowa State players with 14 points. And the 15th ranked Iowa State women's basketball team beat Kansas State 67-56 on Wednesday night. Danae Fritz completed a 3-point play with 2.15 remaining in the third quarter to give Iowa State the first double-digit lead of the game. Ryan Scored the opening six points of the fourth quarter on the on a three-point play and three-pointer, and she added another basket for a 59-46 lead to uh, help the advantage for Iowa State. Jones finished with 14 points and nine rebounds. Fritz had 14 points and seven boards, and Lexley Donarski made four three-pointers for Iowa State, who improves to 11-3 and overall, 3-1 and in the Big 12. Dernowski was honored before the game for reaching the 1,000-point mark. The Cyclones will be without Stephanie Soares, averaging over 14 points and nearly 10 rebounds a game and three blocks per game for the rest of the season after suffering a torn ACL in the game prior. And uh, the team announced that earlier this week, that she would be out for the season. And for Kansas State, they fall to 12 and 5, 1 and 3 in the Big 12. Taking a look at some other basketball from last night in men's college basketball. It was Coe outscoring Wartburg 99 to 89. Wild affair last night down at Co. And also women's college basketball, Wartburg over Coe 78 to 58. It was Kirkwood defeating Ellsworth Community College 104 to 36. The Iowa Hawkeye ladies defeated Northwestern 93 to 64, and what a wild game at the Knapp Center last night! A flurry in the last minute, back and forth, big baskets uh, both ways between the Drake Bulldogs and Northern Iowa Panthers. In the end, the visiting Panthers of you and I had Maya McDermott score with just under uh, two seconds remaining, and they win 70 to 69 in the battle between the Panthers and Bulldogs interstate uh, game. In in the MVC last night, women's basketball dighton hartford assistant football coach Jeff Jensen has received one of two Class 1A Assistant Coach of the Year awards from the Iowa Football Coaches Association. The Football Coaches Association just made the announcement on Wednesday morning and it recognizes either two or three assistant coaches from each enrollment class with the honor Jensen coaches wide receivers and defensive backs for the Wolverine varsity team and is the junior varsity defensive coordinator. Previous dighton hartford recipients of the award include Mike Sopi in 2019, Chad Meester in 2017, and Greg Moore in 2014. Jensen helped lead the Wolverines to a 7-3 record and a second round playoff appearance in 2022. Turning to wrestling, Ackley Geneva, Wellsburg Steamboat Rock head wrestling coach Chad Jabrock will be recognized for his career during the team's home triangular with Hudson and Jessup on Thursday. Jerbrock recently announced he's stepping down from the position after the season. A celebration of Jerbrock's 24 seasons will be held during the meet. Former wrestlers have been invited to come back and attend. From throughout Jerbrock's tenure as coach, his career began in 1999 following the late Dave Wagner and has helped lead numerous student athletes to the state tournament. The meet begins at 6.15 p.m. tonight. AGWSR High School Gymnasium. Stay tuned for continuing coverage on Gerbrock's career and night of celebration. Good luck to Coach Gerbrock and congratulations on all those many years. The Hampton-Dumont Cowboys wrestling team is back to the mat tonight with a triangular at Clear Lake. The Bulldogs, as well as the St. Edmund Gales, will travel to the Lions' Den and battle the three North Central Conference teams. HD Cal is 2-3 in duels this season, with their last uh, duel being, uh, actually, there are three and five on the dual season. Their uh, last was, of course, uh, the quad that happened on Tuesday. Hampton-Dumont-Calhead wrestling coach Patrick Hansen says the Clear Lake program is back to being competitive.
1: We got a challenge, though. You know, on Thursday night, uh, Clear Lake's got significantly better. They got about four good freshmen. They got a couple kids that came back from last year. Uh, I could tell by looking at some of the results that Clear Lake's got significantly better. St. Ed's is... Pretty down program. I mean, they usually only have about four or five wrestlers. I think we beat them 84 nothing last year. But you know, we're a different team than we were last year. But I mean, I I, I don't I'm not too worried about that duel. But uh, the Kool-Aid duel, you know, it's uh, it might be back to being a good duel meet.
0: And the Bulldogs have two ranked wrestlers in Class 2A. Junior Jason Stevens is number eight at 106, and junior Carter Helscove is number five at 285. Hansen says that Helscove has continued to grow physically as of late.
1: Carter Helscove just got so much bigger and stronger. He's always had a motor on him, and he's always been a hardworking kid, you know. And now it's just once you develop that size and you just kind of get bigger and older and more mature, things really start getting really easy for you, and that's where Carter's at right now. I mean, Coach Sunken, uh, Kendrick Sunken is in the room pushing him all the time as much he can be anyway, and, and Carl Barcoma came in, uh, graduate from Master State runner-up, came in over Christmas break, actually a volunteer coach with us now. It's it pretty funny to see Carter be able to throw him a couple times on his back, and then Carl got Carter a couple times, so it was good to see him getting pushed over Christmas break.
0: And Hansen says that Stevens could potentially move up a weight class. Jason Stevens
1: always been a hard worker as well. I mean, he gets out there, he, he's got so much finesse and quickness, and he can just outpace people. You know, uh, his takedowns have been phenomenal. He hasn't been able to make 106 since Christmas. I don't know if we'll be able to get back down there or not for sure, actually, at all. Was really cutting a lot of weight to begin with and then hit a growth spurt. Been tough for him. I know that I'd rather have Jason than have our dual team be better. You know, I'd rather have him be able to be healthy. I mean, he does look good at 113. He beat... Uh, like seventh ranked kid, I think from uh, Cresco on Saturday,
0: and the Hampton-DuMont Cal Bulldogs take the mat at Clear Lake tonight. Starts at six o'clock. The North Butler boys basketball team will hit the court tonight for a contest at Green Mountain Garwin. The Bearcat boys are five and seven on the season, heading out of a conference for the matchup with the Wolverines tonight. North Butler recently lost Tuesday night's conference matchup with Northwood Kenzie, giving the Vikings their second win of the season, forty nine to forty two. Senior Owen Ameline is the top scorer for the Bearcats going into. this game as he is putting up 12 points per game and hitting three pointers at about 35 percent north butler finds himself three and five in top of iowa east play north butler head coach john jones breaks down his bearcat philosophy on away games i just
1: really preach the mental side of an away game versus a home game and so just being able to mentally lock in for three four hours at a night i mean it can be difficult but my guys can do it and i believe they will do it
0: and the GMG Wolverines come in at 4-7 and seven and represent the Iowa Star Conference where they're 3-3 three three in their league. The North Butler girls also recently faced off with Northwood Kensit in a 39-27 loss. Junior Casey Weibke had another double-double, 11 points and 16 rebounds. Then the Bearcats will be playing Mason City Newman on Friday, a game that will be broadcast here on KLMJ. Tonight's game with North Butler at GMG, uh, that will be at 7.30 p.m., that is a boys-only contest on the road for the Bearcats. The West Fork boys basketball team has quite a array of contests approaching. The Warhawk boys are 7-1 after Tuesday's win over Iowa Falls All-Done and have three consecutive games on their schedule starting with New hartford tonight, followed by Rockford tomorrow, and finishing with a road contest at St. Ansgar. West Fork head coach Trent Trask says this tough stretch will require focus from his team. We
1: got depth. That's what we really hang our hat on. They're all quality opponents. Dyke always, has a good program, and we got two conference games that we really need to lock in and go back to back to back.
0: The Dyson Hartford boys are four and five, trying to keep their season together after a tough three-game losing streak that most recently featured a loss to Wapsie Valley. Benton Bixby leading the Warhog, or four, well, leading Dyson Hartford, that is 20 points per game. West Fork's top scorer remains junior Kate Eberling, who has 18 points against Iowa Falls Alden. The ninth-rated Westport girls are 11-0 ahead of their next games versus Rockford and St. Ansgar. And the Westport programs will be uh, tipping it off tonight as uh, it will be uh, the boys against Dyke Hartford, and that will be a 7.45 boys-only matchup for the varsity following JV. Other action going on this evening, high school wrestling AGWSR Triangular. We mentioned that with Coach Gerbrock's last home meet there. Also, South Harden BCWW Triangular with APGC and Ollwine coming in to South Harden BCLUW. Deacon Hartford hosting a Triangular with Waterloo Columbus and East Marshall. Saydell Quad has Claring goldfield Dows going south with Perry and West Marshall. And again, Hampton-Dumont-Cal versus Clear Lake and St. Edmund up at Clear Lake. Humboldt Triangular has Iowa Falls Alden And Webster City and North Butler Clarksville at the West Hancock Triangular with Central Springs and the West Hancock Eagles. More sports available online at RadioOnTheGo.com for this Thursday. You have a great day and don't forget merchant movie madness tickets for Avatar right here at Kalen J. I'm Dwayne Karstens reporting.